What's really going on, everybody? Back again with another episode, number 88. We took a little bit of a summer break, new season, new energy, new all of that, as always, before we get into uh, where to follow us, Henry and Mackenzie. How are you guys? Doing good. It's been a while. Hey, no, I know we have new energy, but I guess we got it. Like, it's a new season, new episodes, new all of that, bro. Everything Thank you. Know. I'm a little rusty. There it is. So before we get into it with our life updates and all of the latest news, be sure to follow us on social media at WRGOPod on Twitter and Instagram and on TikTok. Shout out to Henry. We're going to be shout out to him. We're going to lead all the all the kids and all the trends nowadays on for you political news. Be sure to do all of that and subscribe, like and listen on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify and iHeartRadio. So before we get into it, I guess we all have different life updates i'll let uh mckenzie start as i'm as she's next in line before i go mckenzie please y'all, what have you been what have you been up to this summer y'all so much has happened first i'll say overall it was a great summer in new york um it was hot i was outside a lot um i hope everyone enjoyed their summer but recently i moved into a new apartment and um i started a new job so a lot of new things at once and i feel like it's all hitting me at once um and it's virgo season my birthday is upon us um, but no, it was a really, really great summer overall. Um, yeah. I think the thing I enjoyed most was seeing where in New York were you? And you used to live in Harlem and did you would never be in Harlem? Yeah. I used to be like, all right, what neighborhood in Brooklyn is McKenzie in this weekend? Find out on the latest No, episode. seriously. <laughs> so if you, story. No, seriously, because I feel like if you do live in New York, you know the Harlem and Brooklyn, like the difference or like how far they are is just horrible. And I really, I gave Harlem a chance. And if you know my story, I started off in Brooklyn. I was in Brooklyn for about two years and then the pandemic happened. And then I moved back here and I moved to Harlem and I really wanted to like it. Harlem is a vibe. It's just an older crowd. Yeah. yeah. So I just feel like if that's your vibe, it's that's your place. And I love how everything is so close knit. But Brooklyn, I just always find myself in Brooklyn. So now I'm back in Brooklyn. Um, and yeah. And you don't and you don't have to figure out and memorize what the one, two, three schedule train. So you can oh, go all the actually no, what's funny, I'm on the other end of the th- uh, the other end of the two train. I'm still on the same train, just on the opposite end in Crown Heights. I'm in Crown Heights, by the way. Don't say hello if you know me. Mind your business. <laughs> That's crazy. Henry, what have you been up to this summer? You know me, I always pounding the pavement, getting to the bread, bro. Uh, I got a new source of income, so I'm happy about that. Um, still in my own apartment, saving up for a house seriously now. So I'm very excited about that and hoping to, you know, get ready to take steps there. So I think that's really it. I'm getting ready to plan an art show. So y'all stay on the lookout for that. Or I'm not ready. I'm planning. I'm looking for venues. I'm scouting venues. So we're in the middle of planning, buddy. Henry, do you want to share any of the destinations of your uh, Henry Summerwide World Tour? You, you travel more than anybody. You travel more than all of us. No, be gassy. I will you, say. You, you traveled more than Mackenzie and I both combined. Um, uh, I had a fun summer. It was well-deserved. The world don't know, but y'all know the last, last couple of months I've been, you know, I deserve my summer. I definitely deserve my summer. I went to New Orleans and just Miami for real. Uh, I was thinking about going to New York, like, in the next week or two, but, like, we got to see, because, uh, you know, you know, inflation is real. <laughs> no, for real. Um, Ain't it? 
I'm coming to homecoming and then I'm coming back to DC around Thanksgiving. So I guess that's that's really it, you know? Um, just checking on my people, went to the backyard of Atlanta and then I went to go see my line brothers. There it is. Well, I'll, I'll finish it off. Uh, I didn't really go anywhere besides the carnival. That was amazing. Right, you you yeah. was on the world tour out there. Um, I was chilling. I am officially a halftime Caribbean man now. Yeah, literally. I was just about to say that. <laughs> so if anyone wants to go to any type of carnival, not in Miami or Toronto, let me know. I am all for it. And I have a new apartment that is halfway furnished. So we're working Oh, you moved into a new apartment too? Your background looks the exact same though. It's just because the, book, the bookshelf is in like the oh, same okay. place. Oh, okay. Shade McKenzie. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't shade. I'm. In, I don't. I'm ashamed to show you what my background looks like. I'm oh, in, this, was, this was the first area that uh, me and my girlfriend got together. Like, there's we're still working out. But like, oh, look, 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 we got to get to the food, oh, guys. Yeah, yeah. We about to. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we have not. We have not talked to each other in a minute, so there's a lot of personal. We're having real com. We're having real conversations that are usually reserved for after right now, but. <laughs> This is food for thought. So we're going to get into the first thing. Obviously, uh, we are recording on Thursday, September 8th, 2020. Queen Elizabeth just passed away about three hours ago, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, wait, I would wait, large... wait, wait. It's official. Like, I just seen it. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. That's so crazy, right? What's crazy? I mean, not, actually, it's not crazy, but it's so crazy that it literally happened. And I felt like I didn't even know about it until like 45 minutes ago. I like it just wasn't on top of my mind. I wasn't paying attention. But yeah, she died. It's fair here. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I had made a joke earlier because, you know, coworkers, somebody brought it like the situation up. And I'm like, I mean, I thought she, you know, whatever. I don't know. I wasn't paying Like, I thought she was already having health issues prior because of, like, COVID or whatever. <clears throat> um, I mean, she did. She had, like, a she had COVID, and it was, like, a scare. But I think when you're that old, everything is serious at that point. Like, even if you have a common right. cold, that's, like, some serious shit. Right. Um, Anywho, um, moving on. We're still a little rusty here in our transitions. We're working. No, on. no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, before we move on, have y'all seen the jokes on Twitter? Oh I, that's gosh, that's yes. that's a part of it. I'm I'm getting into that. So, for those who don't know, Queen Elizabeth reign. Uh, she was the longest serving British monarch in history. Funny enough, I also found out that she was the uh, second longest serving monarch of any country ever, like in the world in history. Uh, her reign is 70 years, uh, beginning in 1952. Of course, if you go on Twitter and if you follow any melanated person or person of color, they are taking this opportunity to dunk on uh, Queen Elizabeth's passing. Uh, the interesting thing that I thought most people are attacking uh, the Queen and kind of the royal family for kind of their colonization. Here is a quick list of countries that uh, were largely free after uh, her reign at, or after the beginning of her reign as Queen. Quick list is Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria, uh, Malawi, Zambia, Sierra Leone, South Africa, Swaziland, Uganda, Antigua, Bahamas, Barbados, Dominica, Grenada, Jamaica, St. Kitts, St. Lucia, Trinidad, and Tobago. Those are just the countries that have people of direct African descent. That does not include the people in Asia and in other parts of the world. That is just specifically where folks look like us. Um, Obviously, as you all said, reactions seem to range by race. I can only guess and see what your reactions are to the announcement of her passing. But any thoughts whatsoever? 
Um, away with the monarchy. <laughs> and, and I never understood people's obsession with them. Yeah. The history, and I guess like that's like you said, it depends on your race because like you know certain persons are like, oh my gosh, I gotta take a day off. It hurts. And then other people are like, bro, do you not realize like what that actually means for real in real time? And then you telling me as a black person, oh my gosh, girl, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I, think, I wonder, yeah. I wonder if this will be like a different, maybe a change to what that looks like or what mm-hmm. that what the monarchy looks like. Because remember that story with Jamaica, like I guess trying to leave, and now they were they mm-hmm. were trying to sue. England yeah. to get money back or whatever. So maybe this is a, hopefully a change in tide, especially with Megan leaving to, I don't know, hopefully, I don't know if you can really get rid of them. I mean, it could, but I just hope that this is like the end of an era. Honestly. Yeah, I think, end I, think of it, an era. I think it might be. I think it might be because I think if you're younger, um, and I think obviously none of us live in Britain, so we obviously have a different yeah. perspective, but I think at least the fanfare of it where it's like when you serve for 70 years, you kind of become like you suck up all the room about it and I think everyone knew the queen because she served forever but I think if there's like a quick line of succession where there are multiple monarchs and like you know every three or four years it might not be as popular whereas it was literally just queen Elizabeth for you know as long as our grandparents have been alive like that's the crazy part um but yeah no I don't I don't and the thing that I think that the news is not going to cover is like why people would be at least kind of like yeah because I think you can't then kind of see everything that happens with like colonialism and, you know, some of the economic forgings in these countries and not tie it to, you know, England having rule over them. It's like the thing of like Haiti, Haiti's place in the world is directly tied to the France, the France. And that's something that people don't want to talk about, but like England wouldn't be there if they weren't using their people and their resources for profit. And that's something that like we don't really talk about a lot, but also how England is so rich often on the backs of all of those people from the countries I just listed. Mm-hmm. Did so, you see I'm, the clip about um, on CNN? Um, I wish I could pull it up. There was a clip on CNN where it was this white woman they had yes, asked Yes, I her. saw. I saw. Yeah. And, you know, the, and, I, and that's why I do hope that this is kind of a change or end of an era because it's kind of like, not saying that I have high expectations for white people or whatever, but the fact that a white woman is speaking out about this and hopefully other, maybe her friends are in the country or whatever, maybe just the expectation of the monarchy will be different. I can only hope for the best. It's not my country. I don't live there, but. Well, like I got it. And I think with Megan, Megan and Prince Harry, um, their just departure was just so loud and it was just so, I feel like just uncomfortable. I just would hope that something changes. I mean. You would think, or at least people who are younger. You yeah. You would hope, rather. Yeah. You would hope. Henry, anything else before we uh, keep it pushing? Well, I, yeah, I was like, can y'all hear me? Because uh, I, I got your clip from CNN, so we can end it here after I play it. Because here she goes. She's, this is a native. I just wonder what you thought, what your first reaction was when you heard the news that uh, the Queen is under medical supervision. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty sad, like, when anyone kind of gets in that position, like, you wouldn't want that to happen to your own family member. Um, But I'm not, like, the biggest fan of the Queen or just, like, the monarchy in general, so I wasn't, like, that upset or overwhelmed by it. It was just something that happens, I guess. You're not... Yeah, okay, that's kind of how we can sum it up. 
something happens, I guess. That's, you know, British humor is very dark. Um, <laughs> anywho, moving on. So Henry actually uh, alerted us to this. It involves homeownership. So last week, Bank of America announced a zero down payment uh, for mortgages to help minorities buy their first home. They have committed $15 by 2025, helping, they've already said, uh, helping 36,000 uh, individuals and families already. This program is already available in certain markets. Um, that is Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, LA, and Miami. Eligibility is based on income and home location. There is no minimum credit score required. Some stats about, you know, kind of the home ownership rate. And mortgages, uh, mortgage denial rate is twice for black borrowers as it is for the overall population. The home owner, the home ownership rate is 30% lower for black Americans. The U.S. rate is 65. The black is 43. Hispanic, 51. Asian, 61. Um, any thoughts on this program uh, Bank of America is offering? I I mean, I, 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 am, work a, I work for a bank, so I, have a, I think I, I'm, I'm very curious of what you all think about this program. I'm actually very shocked by these numbers. That I was really shocked. Wow. So Black people are last in line yes. for home ownership? Mm -hmm. Wow. Come yeah, on. I didn't know that. I didn't know we were dead last. <laughs> no. I thought we were yeah. definitely the <laughs> bottom, but not yet. I heard about other lawsuits. Uh, or like even in situations where people apply for a loan under, you know, their actual like race and ethnicity, which is black. And they got- Well, no, I heard about like, that, but go ahead. And they'll reapply as white and get approved for twice as much as they even applied for. So like that, and then how, even in the like nineties and stuff where they banks, or even 2008 banks were raping people uh, or like forcing people to foreclose, which is kind of how I transition to this Bank of America thing. Like, does it sound good? Sure. However, like, again, I am seriously like taking steps to save and prepare for buying a house. And like, this came out, so I looked into it. I'm like, hmm. But then when you think about like the neighborhoods and people they're targeting and inflation right now, you don't have to put that down payment down, but that interest rate is going to be extremely high. So you're going to get locked in at this ridiculous amount of paying. And then let's say rates tank, which they are predicted to tank. Um, you can maybe refinance, but do you have the funds? And then now you may be stuck paying this ridiculous high mortgage or overpaying for a house that you can't necessarily afford so the banks are going to win either way, that, you know, here. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. But I don't feel like they're the only organization who does that, though. I feel like there's there's multiple organizations where I feel like you can get a home. Well, zero with no down payment, zero closing costs. I don't feel like this is I don't feel like this is that that's unique different. to Bank of America, though. Or rather, like people do it with cars. Like, but if you go to like, I mean, but like that's that's like the literally like the most comparison that I would make is like there's a motorship here in DC called Eastern Motors, yeah, it's like yeah. a running joke. Like they'll say zero down, but the interest rate's like thirty five percent. It's like something wild. Well, um, I would assume when you're going into a loan that has zero down, you're gonna have to yeah right, and that's what I was yeah. gonna say. It's 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 trade offs at that point. But I think probably what I would assume that Bank of America and maybe even like some housing ownership groups would say who are advocating for black ownership is that they would say that the biggest barrier considering that the wealth gap is so large the biggest barrier is literally just a down payment like who just has 12 bands just sitting around able to just spend and still be okay 
given you know our economic circumstances and slavery and all that we don't have that 200 year head start that these other people have so i can see them saying zero down because if that's going to be a barrier then you're just never going to get a house or that let's say if you buy a house for you know even you buy a house for two hundred thousand dollars and you have you want to get maybe what five percent that's a lot of money five percent of two hundred thousand dollars is a lot most people just don't have that especially if they're not able to pay for a $500, you know, medical expense out of pocket. So I think that's a good thing. Um, but to Mackenzie's point, it just comes with like the interest rate might be higher, but I think then it's a trade-off because would you rather be in the door and maybe have to struggle that way or just struggle by just not ever having something? It's like, I'd probably say that this is probably a little bit better, I think, maybe in the long run, but I don't know. We have to see. Yeah. I think me assuming, I think, I think, I think what's important though, is that regardless of what we're saying, you need to read and like, because <laughs> it takes a level of financial literacy because the fact that I would assume that if, of course, to me, it makes sense. If I don't put any money down, obviously my interest rate is going to be higher, but someone who doesn't know that might not think about that. And then like what you said to your previous point about like, or Henry, when you were talking about they get locked in, not knowing of X, Y, and Z could happen in the future. And they just don't know that information. So whatever you just need to, one, I feel like when you're going into that space, make sure that you're talking to the right people and reading everything, because I don't think that this is a bad program if you know how to do it and you're clear on what to expect. And funny enough, one thing that I actually did not put into this that I probably should have, because I didn't think it was that important um, until now, but that I think if you're doing this program, um, the Department of Housing and Urban Development makes you take a course on like, you know, knowing what you, the terms of your agreement are, you know, mortgage planning, it, they like, you have to do that to be even eligible for this. So I think they're trying to account for that difference of like, we're going to try to teach you so you don't get locked into something just for you to be eligible for this. So I think that's like a step in McKenzie to your point, but clearly like someone could just say, I'm just going to do it and I'll figure the rest out later. But I think they're trying to you know, account for that fact of like, you might just sign up for something thinking that I, you know, if you're just looking at the beginning cost and not thinking that like now my interest rate's 10%. <laughs> so I don't know. I think this is have to say. It sounds great. You're going to get caught up somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just different. I think it's just different. <laughs> because I think, um, does anyone have anything else to say on this issue? I think that pivots to the next one. Boom. Transitions. We're getting better here. Because I think that transitions uh, to the big fact of the day, which is uh, student loans. So last month, President Biden announced his plan to address student loan debt, which includes 10000 for those making under 125000 a year and up to 20,000 for individuals who receive Pell Grants. The plan would charge, um, it would change income-based payment, cutting the amount required for borrowers to pay from 10% to five. Uh, and it would forgive loan balances after 10 years of repayment rather than 20, um, with most uh, income plans uh, under 12K. So that's actually a pretty big part of like the forgiveness for active borrowers now. Um, the plan could cost 300 billion um, with currently 1.6 trillion in outstanding debt. Um, I'm going to say that I am actually shocked that he did this. I will be honest. I was actually very surprised. So what, what are your thoughts on the plan? Does it change your view on Biden? Because I'm honestly, as someone who's in politics, I'm shocked that he did this. Bro, the average person has $100,000 a day. 28000 I looked it up by force. It's in the doc. Oh, no. I, I, was, I was about to say $100,000. Two degrees? Okay, but that's, that's it's different. Not, it's that's not, not average. That average. That's not different. 
Henry, looked down. Henry, Henry looked down at the doc. I wrote it out for you. It says Forbes estimated a, a average student loan debt of 28,000. I don't oh, know. What was this updated? Because I swear I looked just to like, I'm no. not going. That's where I said it at. It was like see, 28. See, oh. And that's why going back to the previous point, make sure you read everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to just say something and just. And somebody nah. going to Nah, <laughs> I wasn't running with it. That was a fact a couple of years ago. This podcast is this, this podcast is sponsored by Do Your Googles Kids. That, <laughs> the average is twenty eight. I looked that up. Trust me. Now, Thor, you do have it in the doc, so I blurted that out <laughs> without like reading the doc because it says Forbes. We always quote our sources when he reading. We have a like the last one was CNBC. We got Henry came in with the barbershop energy. Just, I'm gonna throw a number out just to get the conversation started. Yeah, no, Let me backpedal. I was just throwing a group like just numbers out. But bro, ten thousand dollars is not enough, bro. Like that's Never. not enough. Can I play devil's advocate? Here is <laughs> literally no one ever liked devil advocate, but go ahead, go ahead. Here is my take on this. One, if you would have went back to earlier episodes, we were literally saying there's no way he's gonna do this because it's Biden. So why? However, I do understand that it is not enough, but this is the first step. Was there ever a case in which he was actually going to do 50? No, because Biden said as much. I think that for those who are advocating for it, I think we people who need to, it's like frame of reference. It's like, you look at this as the first step in a longer trajectory, and hopefully when there is a more progressive- You know who you sound like right now? I ain't even trying to cut you out. You sound like me when I be talking, like when I be playing devil's advocate, <laughs> trying to but like- however, I think it's a frame. And think y'all it's like, mm, Henry, for real, for real. That's what you sound like right now. Mackenzie looking at me like I'm drinking a Kool-Aid, so I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I just no, think that's my perspective. Honestly, I think that's my perspective. Person, oh, go ahead. As no, a person, maybe. as a person who has private student loans, I'm happy y'all only got ten thousand. So haters. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I'm kind of indifferent. I mean, I'm. I guess. Thank you, Biden. I know you barely had that, but well, like they can hold them for this loan. They can keep them because. Uh, um. But I'm no, I'm not jealous. I'm super. I mean, am I shocked that he did it? No, I feel like I feel like. I'll be honest. I'm, not no, and, and that's what I wanted to say earlier. I'm not too shocked because and I feel like I feel like I he needs a bone. Like he that, just that you took it out of my mouth. Something. He needed something to be able to. I mean, it's a matter he of like, but I, I don't think that's the question in politics. It's never like you could do this. That's like yes, it's easy, but it's a matter of like, do you have the? This is like actually huge. This is not like a small. Thing. Like I think, even though it's not enough, this is going to change the stuff for a lot of people. So I'm, I'm just, I did not expect him to do that. I didn't, I don't think he's wired like that to do kind of like a big swing like this. And yes, it's not enough, but this is still like he's canceling out a lot of the loan debt. Like no one's he, ever done this. No one's ever done that. But I also don't like how people have to apply. I mean, I guess I don't even like the whole applying thing. I, I don't. You gotta, they haven't been clear about that. I think that's. From what I can understand, I think they're going to try to figure out a way to base it just off taxes and treat it almost like they did the, um, what did we get 30 years ago um, that we need another one of? The stimulus. Um, now, I think that's gonna, when I was excited when the politician did something with some stimulus checks. 
Please. We're not getting none of those, okay? So give that up. I don't know. I just think it's I I'm just I'm still shocked that he actually did it. And granted, we'll have to see the actual like how you can get it, because that's obviously gonna be the next part, but I don't know. I'm just shocked that he did it. And hopefully another Democratic president who is not named Biden would do more, but I don't think that's how like progressing issues work. It's well, not like, that's another like McKinsey took that out of my mind, but I'm putting it back to yours. Like I feel like he only did this so he can have something to champion coming out of the White House. How he got it done, I don't know. You know how them politicians be working back but in. Then, but then my counter would be like, but then my counter would be if it's a good thing, then so what? Oh, Lord, no. Okay. Which no, I'm point. serious. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, I don't really care how he got yeah, it. Like, I, I like, think it's great that he, I think it's great that he did it. Yes, there could be more, but look, Henry, you got it. Be that's happy. What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter how how it's made. If all of a sudden you see a car in your driveway and somebody hands you the keys, you're going to ask them, well, how'd you get this? Yes. Take, take yes. The money in, I, need the 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 I need to see the peak slip. I need to see the peak slip. Henry just confirmed he's Henry's the fans. Henry's the fans. Henry's yeah. the fans. You asking questions? Ugh. Oh, well, y'all go ahead and get whatever. Uh, anyway. Find me and McKenzie driving cars up the way while Henry was cool. <laughs> With a $10,000 check that you didn't want to take. Hey, look, 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 it ain't making sense to me. If he can get 10 push, he can get a good 40, 50 push. Anyway. Hey, anywho, now up to heads up. Um, everyone, since this is a election coming up, uh, I'm going to plug something that I personally know is pretty good. There's a website that you can go to. Uh, if you go to syf.com forward slash vote, B-O-T-E. Uh, it is a website that my job has. So I'm a, not only you can help uh, register yourself to vote, but help myself look good, my employer. And you can register to vote. You can sign up and see who your elected officials are, find out your early vote dates, and save it to your calendar. Because early vote dates are coming up and voter registration deadlines are coming up. And if you live in certain states, like Henry lives in Georgia, if you miss that date, there is no coming back for you. So please, people, tell your family, tell your cousins to register to vote before your deadline. Because once you miss it, especially if you live below the Mason-Dixon line, you ain't going to be able to register to vote on, um, on the day of the election. Unlike in, you know, where Mackenzie and I live in Maryland, in New York, but where those things are easily accessible. But moving on, Mackenzie, since you did talk about how it is Virgo season, any thoughts on Beyonce's album? I feel like it's taken a lot of... Any thoughts? <laughs> I... I love the Beyonce album. Like at first, I will admit, when I first heard it, I wasn't feeling it. I was like, "Girl, what are you doing?" But it really did grow on me. I genuinely listen to Alien Superstar like every day. Um, Break my soul. I really love that. Break my soul. I feel like it's inspirational. Honestly, like it's, it, it just it's makes better it. with the album versus yeah. the single. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when I first heard I, the song, I, I was kind of like, even though you did release your job, but you know, we talk about that later. <laughs> I did release my job and I listened to Beyonce and every and I told everybody and I'm telling everyone. But um, no, I really love the album. I can't wait for her to go on tour. I do think Beehive that she probably will go on tour next summer. That makes the most sense. Um, and then I heard that she's trying to release a full time, a full on film of like the music video or visuals for the album. So like in theaters type stuff. So is she really? Um, I think so. That's, I mean, that's what I've heard. That's what, like, but that only makes opinion. sense because I'm shocked she hasn't put out like not, not Alan video. Yeah. Yet. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, no, I love the Beyonce album. So 
Henry, any parting thoughts on your end, sir, as you look into the distance? You see, I ain't trying, man, because you know I like to. Uh, you didn't. You didn't like the Beyonce album? No, bro. Like, no. What? I mean, it was a better version of what Drake tried, and I'm not a fan of those, that. Those aren't even the same. And people yeah, try to do it. Like, no, it's really. Not okay, we're not doing no, this on this podcast. No. We're not. We're not. I mean, right. I'm not. If you okay, so if you have like, so Drake was more. He was lazy. He was lazy. Let's yeah. I said better same. version. I said better version but, of what Drake dropped. I wouldn't say it's the same because Beyonce felt more like disco, like retro 70s. Drake didn't give me that disco vibe. It gave me more like party. Mm-hmm. No, Drake heard, Drake heard Beyonce's like, dropping and then said, oh my God, let's get this out. And he yeah. released a Lucy project and I mean, that's what they gave. Except for I did like Sticky. Sticky's my song. I do like that one. You know how Sticky you get? No, please, please. (laughs) (laughs) On that, I wasn't obsessed with neither one of those albums. I got like like Beyonce album "Break by the Soul" and I think "Church Girl" downloaded, and then for Drake, it's uh, "Massive" and Jimmy Cooks. So. I don't even remember so what what you been listening to this summer? What have I been listening to? Shit, I don't know. Kendrick, I've been begging that Kendrick, Kendrick. That, that explains so no. much. Whoa, I bro! Say, I went to Rolling Loud, and we can leave it there. Wait, what do yeah, you mean? That, that explains so much. Kendrick, Kendrick. But, now this last album with Kendrick definitely confirmed that he was a hotel. I don't like. Yes, he is a whole time. It did, and I'm, I'm like the biggest Kendrick like... fan, but it did, it did. Bro, I, I I'm not like the I biggest am... Kendrick fan, and this is and this is probably his most commercial album, and this is my favorite. Oh album. no, it's not. This is. Not. I don't think so. Like this is That's not, not commercial. I feel like it has more this like is not commercial. Damn, I feel like it got album. slept yeah. on because mass everybody it wasn't group thing everybody no, wasn't henry it's it's not commercial because you can't like listen to like any of those songs in like a party setting if you oh, play any of those songs i have listened you know, to multiple of those songs and 95 party. maybe but like if you were like hey, yo, i'm in like, atlanta you how you gonna tell me about trap music and what happened in the club i would say maybe that's the trap. <laughs> they play his that. music in the club. That's the point I'm getting at. I think that's a referendum oh on the The rest of the world wants to be like Atlanta. So anyway, what was I listening to? Mm-hmm. Kendrick, I went to Rolling Loud and seeing him perform. That was amazing. Like the energy. I'm sure he's great in concert. I'm, super, like, I'm, that's not the that's not the question. Amazing. But like, if someone was like, "Hey, yo, put on that Kendrick and we cry together," came on, I'd be like, "Yo, see therapy." See Why can we cry together? It's in '94. Savior. Um, Savior, I like Savior, uh, but like the album is just it's too uh, dense to listen it, to. Uh, spirits or that shit. I can't think of the name right now. Hey, like I listened to a few of Future Johns. Um, future, future might, and I want mark my words. Future might get him a Grammy nomination with that song with Tim's. I feel. Oh, that song! I that thought song? you the album. Oh hell no! Oh no! Nah. I feel like that might be his first Grammy nomination. What is that? Would that be his first Grammy nomination? I feel I mean, like it's I mean, always probably not nomination. I doubt uh, it. I don't keep up with them. them but no, because I feel like there was always a con- him and Drake be like, "Oh, the Grammys don't be messing with us," and rah rah rah. I mean, but yeah, rap music. But um, I was I listened to Future a little bit. I listened to um, you just made me forget actually. Well, yeah, that's really the top of 
the what I was playing most of the summer, I think. This year for music has been kind of mid to me. As someone who loves Yeah, music. like this summer it's, music has been very disappointing. Yeah, it wasn't like hit and you made me want to go through my playlist real quick and be like, Henry, what was you listening to? I feel like all the songs from of summer were either like Beyonce or songs from like 2021. That well, oh, like, and I, <laughs> so you know they had like their Burner Boy. That's who I was listening His to. Was good. Life Life. His album was good. I like the other uh, album. But... His album was pretty legit. It was good. Mm-hmm. I like the old one better. Yeah, nothing tops African Giant for me. I'm sorry, or nothing he put out yet. As and I love African Giant, like that was that was my album for real. I feel like this was in the year for R and B, but that's just like oh, it has been more R and B than yeah, I was listening to him a little bit. You said you was listening to who? Lil Dirt. You know R and B. We were talking about. He was just saying in general. In general. Oh, I was gonna say what? <laughs> music, music. Uh, I like how the trend people are doing with like sampling 90s music. Some people have done it good. I hate it. I hate it. I'm oh. over it. Yeah. Or rather, or rather, it's not even that like I hate it. It's just it's done so bad. Like the Jack Harlow song Wait. is the perfect example where it's like it's just so I actually mm-hmm. like that Jack. Actually, I like Jack Harlow's album. I listened to him. Um, he did pretty decent, bro. Like I've I didn't have a problem with that song. Like it was a decent song. I definitely think he, the sample could have been used better, um, but I just noticed that's been a trend. If a it's a bad of- sample, that's or if it's like a sample that's just like too cheesy, that's the quickest way for me like to not listen because it just sounds like too like TikToky, and I can't like. Hey, that's the that that inevitably that. that becomes that has become a problem. I think in music marketing is like you kind of need your son to pop on TikTok or trend at least. Mm-hmm. To- the streams that and it's funny because actually some artists have been like very like open about that like doja cat has like openly made jokes about like how her label wants her to do more tiktok because that's like apparently a leading indicator of how records sell so some people mm-hmm. are literally just like hey i'm posting because my record label told me but like they don't actually like want to do it so that's interesting that you said that but yeah it's definitely been the year for rmb but we shall see well everyone we are on a new season thank you for listening be on the new lookout for new episodes as we get back to our regularly scheduled programming. As always, Noah Lyons joined by McKenzie and Henry. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media. That includes Twitter, Instagram, and the previously mentioned TikTok, where you can see McKenzie, Henry, and myself doing the latest dances to political news. Be sure to follow the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, and <laughs> Henry left. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Google Play.